0: I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast.
1: Hey, Carrie. Hey, Stephanie. How's so. it going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing a loop in the, a, a kink in the plans here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have a little news that I just learned about while I was waiting for Zencaster to send us the link across. I Googled, when is Lifetime Christmas movie starting in 2022? Oh no. Lifetime will kick off their new holiday offerings on Sunday, October 23rd with Christmas on Ice starring Abigail Klein, Ryan Cooper, Caroline Portu, Will Lyman and Mira Mahoney Gross. <laughs> okay? But is this there's... not a movie they started with last year? I don't think so. This says 2022. Let me make sure the dates cuz I
0: Oh my gosh, I'm looking this up now too. Cuz you said those two names, Ryan Cooper it's a 2020 movie. They're going to kick off their Christmas season with a two-year-old movie?
1: I guess so. <gasps> okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. New movies will air every week on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. <sighs> <laughs> this is what I wanted to catch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? <laughs> I know Y'all. We record Mondays and we edit Tuesdays so we can put it up on Wednesdays. But if we watch a Tuesday movie we gotta
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think though I think though we're we're gonna be okay with recording because the let me let me look at the calendar.
0: Because we did watch the two a week, so
1: Yeah, and we skip we skip a week. So the October like we won't be recording the 23rd. Oh, wait. No, it is on the 24th.
0: But I'm saying, don't we normally preview on Wednesdays and then we review on Sundays? So really, yep. that won't affect us then. Okay.
1: Well, it it will, except for we'll split them up because our weekend, I think what we normally do is we run through... Y'all, this took up me so long last week, last year, to figure out so that we could order it. We run through <laughs> Sunday, and then our week starts over on Monday. Mm-hmm. So when they're running Christmas movies through the week, we're not worried about this issue. Anyway, <laughs> this is getting into the technicalities, but...
0: <laughs> this is I was, still messed
1: up. <laughs> this, I know, and this article says, Is this to avoid too much overlap with Hallmark's Friday-Saturday-Sunday lineup? We suspect that might be in play.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And don't they, I thought somebody had a Thursday premiere sometimes. Or is that my imagination?
1: No, there is Thursday ones, like the week of Thanksgiving.
0: Okay. I thought it was outside of the week of Thanksgiving though, too. Well, you know,
1: last year, It's a Wonderful Lifetime, did a couple of weekends of like Saturday and Sunday or Friday and Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then they did like from the day after Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving day straight through. Remember? (laughs) Yeah. Good gravy. So So
0: that's... So the only day that won't have a new movie, in theory, is Wednesdays and Thursdays, unless GAC or Up TV or any of the other channels that get in on the Christmas stuff premiere something. Yeah. Oh,
1: my gosh. Okay. And the other thing that's interesting in here is what stars will be in Lifetime Holiday Movies. So they're doing Kelly
0: Rowland. We believe okay. it's a, mm-hmm. another Merry, Merry Little, little Christmas. I mean, <laughs> well, what's next? They had family wedding baby what's that i know i don't know they're not doing a merry little funeral (laughs) like
1: that would be horrible (laughs) i know (laughs) merry little family reunion
0: oh no they could do that merry little reunion
1: if it's Mm. not that um i bet that they would do that next year just to <laughs> they just got an idea from us for another one.
0: <laughs> Way to go, Carrie! Way to prolong the series.
1: <laughs> okay, so let me go through these other ones that are on the list: Melissa Joan Hart, which we kind of expected; Maria Lopez, course. which we already knew; Vanessa mm-hmm. Lachey; Jason Priestley;
0: Ally Stroker.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that isn't that the girl Yay! that was in the wheelchair?
0: Yeah, she was a romance yeah. novelist. Mm-hmm. Jackie
1: Lay, <laughs> who was from Sugar Ooh! and Spice Holiday. Yes, we like her. Uh huh. Jaina Kramer. Kramer. I don't know why I just mm-hmm. said that so weird. Ben Lewis. <laughs> Beverly Mitchell. Oh, she's back after taking a little while off. Nia Vardalos. Vardalos. I never can say this right. She's the girl from um my big fat Greek wedding. Uh, mm-hmm. Keisha Knight Pulliam, which
0: of course we already knew about because she's in that one um. I can't remember who's in the movie. but Some of what? these are like lifetime staples, like yeah. Lacey Chabert and Andrew Walker are hallmark staples.
1: Yeah. Fran Drescher, Patrick Duffy, and many, many more.
0: Aw, I love Patrick. I mean, I like Fran too, but <laughs> I really like Patrick. <laughs> and Ben Lewis, he was in the Christmas setup? Yes. That's, was that the yes. one with yep. Fran as the mom? Okay. I liked him. So. Exciting times. Did, <laughs> have they released any more of their movie list there I was mean, a couple they're having a doctor
1: they're having a dr quinn medicine woman uh, oh i saw that
0: <laughs> i actually like them though so that's okay
1: <laughs> and they are having a who what was the other one there was like three more that they released hold on let me let me get to the page oh there's a kirk franklin
0: oh uh, yeah mm-hmm. a second
1: kirk franklin one but i don't think it's continuing the movie and
0: the Mary swissmas okay. with Jodie Sweetin that you had talked about already Right. Okay. So basically nothing that we haven't already shared on our Instagram. Ooh. But
1: this one with Jane Seymour has seven-time Grammy Award winner Tony Braxton executive producing.
0: Hmm. That's interesting.
1: It is interesting. And I love Tony Braxton.
0: Well, I feel like she actually works with Lifetime a lot because I feel like I've seen her name on a lot of the movies.
1: Huh. See, I don't pay attention to that stuff.
0: You need to start, Carrie. I bet it was during one of the commercials during their christmas season when they were talking about their you know women behind the scenes and making a devoted effort to have that oh, kind of thing could and like be. diversify who's behind the camera and stuff so maybe that's where i saw it but what were
1: you gonna say um i would like a movie with tony braxton she can sing so why have we not made this
0: happen yet tony maybe she doesn't like to act maybe maybe she prefers to be behind the camera now maybe who knows
1: all oh. right, that's all I had. I wanted to get your response, your <laughs>
0: your response of the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday situation. Tuesday. Oh my gosh! Actually, whenever you just said that Sunday, Monday, happy days, I was like, ha- suddenly got the happy days theme song stuck in my head. I'm watching happy days funny. forever. All right, Phew. Well, let's get back to what we're really talking about today, <laughs> which are the three fall movies we review. We're going to review we just watched, and that is. Wedding of a Lifetime, The Secrets of Bella Vista, and Girlfriendship. Woo! And we're going to kick it off with A Wedding of a Lifetime, starring Jonathan Bennett and Brooke Dorsey. And this is the one where they have been engaged for 10 years, and they are finally going to get married through this contest that this morning show is hosting. And they have to, like, compete to win the Wedding of a Lifetime. So that's the basic premise. And I really like this movie.
1: I'm going to say, but was it really a wedding of
0: a lifetime? No, oh, like, it was the wedding of someone's lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When They showed all that. I just couldn't. I was like, did America really vote for this? But then the one wedding planner guy said something along the lines of, oh, I know this isn't what you wanted and this isn't what the people voted for. But our sponsor wanted us to show this. So this is what you're going to do. So I wonder if that's really what it came down to in the end. All these sponsors for their wedding. And really no one voted.
1: And he said the sponsor changed unexpectedly or something like that is what I think I heard him say.
0: Mm -hmm. And so we
1: had to wear this dress. And I was like, was the other couple, like the mean couple from Chicago, were they the... The sponsor the sponsor, like turned out that they 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 were like, well, we're just gonna ruin their wedding and like bid on a sponsorship, so they had to throw in this because I was thinking, oh the only person who is picking that stupid wedding dress is someone who hates them
0: or it's high fashion, like they were trying to say that
1: is not high fashion,
0: okay, so for everyone, basically, Brooke came out in the ugliest freaking wedding dress. I literally gasped. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And then well, I laughed. <laughs> what she it is is came out the, in these
1: braids. It's the poster wedding dress. So if you've uh, seen it the, is. the poster, that's the wedding dress.
0: But you don't realize how bad it is in the poster. But when she comes out with it, with these no. braids in her hair, especially after sure a that. montage of her wearing pretty wedding dresses, you're not expecting that.
1: I don't know. I had seen a couple of clips of them, I guess, online. So maybe this is coloring my opinion of that dress. But I thought this dress is hideous. And I knew that that was going to be what happened. When they started saying, oh, well, it doesn't really matter what you want. First of all, my type A personality would have been like, sorry, this is not happening. Someone else is not picking my wedding. I'm sorry.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) I couldn't have done it. I, I would have been so mad.
0: Well, and, I assumed before they did all this stuff that they actually were going to get to pick it. It was just that they were financing all of it, and that was not the case. Yeah,
1: it was. It was weird. I don't know why anybody, and maybe it was in the the
0: the little the little font that they didn't read.
1: Yeah, you know, we pick everything, and
0: it's going to be ugly. <laughs> uh, but like his mom, Jonathan's mom, and the town lady who watched all four seasons or whatever of this show or contest. Like, they never mentioned how ugly the weddings were. Like, they had no qualms about... Because the whole town nominated Brooke and Jonathan as this couple to win a wedding. So, obviously, they thought it was going to be nice. But then, it wasn't. Obviously. And I did appreciate that... Because, you know, when we were first talking about this movie and we were talking about, like, how are they engaged for 10 years? Like, still nothing? And then they actually... (laughs) break up right before they find out that they are contestants because they're like i still love you but you know this just isn't working we're kind of in a rut you know so we're just gonna break up and then they find out the whole town just loves you so much that we think you deserve this great wedding which was really sweet and they just decided to go along with it yeah well i'm
1: glad that they didn't sneak out the window Or tell them on television that they were breaking up. It did work out for the better.
0: (laughs) It did. All right. We kind of got into like storyline stuff. I know. We'll we'll swing it back around to the first two, which shouldn't be that long. Setting. Oh, I should probably pull up my notes. (laughs) Whoopsies. Setting. I gave it a four because they had a very pretty house that they lived in together. I mean, after 10 years, not surprising. Uh and also we saw supposedly North Carolina mountains. I don't know if they really were, but there was pretty mountain shots.
1: I gave it a three.
0: I can I can live with a three.
1: Cause I feel like, especially in comparison to the other two sets, I did not feel like this was anything special.
0: I I can understand that. You know, I could maybe be talked down to a three. And then I'm trying to read my notes. Oh, here's
1: something there. related to Oh no, I'm saving that for later. Never mind okay okay
0: (laughs) and then style I am giving it a three because they were mostly in t-shirts because they were in a competition so they really didn't wear anything special I can't up it for the I mean the bad wedding dress was for fun right so I'm not really basing it on that but her actual wedding dress I thought was fine but I don't know so I just I just stick with a three
1: I loved her her real wedding dress. I didn't think that it could overcome the boringness of the rest of the outfits, though.
0: (laughs) Right. So, what'd you give it? Three. Okay. (laughs) I thought you were going to say a two. And I was like, ooh. No. And I did give it a three also because they did have fall colored outfits. So, I was like, okay, we're trying to give a nod to the season. They were wearing vests a lot of the time. That's a fall accessory. Yeah, that's true. And then storyline, I gave it a four because I thought it was really funny and different. I am curious to know, though, if I will find it as funny upon rewatching it because part of the humor for me was just the shock factor of the physical comedy. And I don't know if that translates to just as funny the second time around.
1: So I'm going to go with it doesn't translate. (laughs) I gave it a three. It was fine. I did not feel like there was the balance that there was in the Christmas house between the brothers in the competition. And it just seemed really like over the top to me. I did laugh when he fell off the couch. I thought that was pretty funny. Like the rest of it, I was like, "Uh, I know this is supposed to be funny, but I also am picky on comedy. So I think it Mm -hmm. was just on the verge of like comedy that I don't normally love. So I Mm -hmm. was not like, crazy about it it wasn't so bad that it was like horrible to me it just wasn't my perfect kind of comedy I will say the parts that I felt were like a little over the top was like when he was doing the egg thing and he like runs into the other person and he's like ah! 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 I was like dude you're you're standing next to someone
0: like that was you too know much what I was gonna say that that was actually one of the funniest parts for me Are two different senses of humor because his face was so funny with just like touching strangers faces. Like he can't escape and he has just this fearful scream coming out as he's blindfolded. It was just so funny, Jonathan. I don't know. I really, I laughed at that part. And then I bet a
1: lot of people did too. I don't, I think that I'm probably in the minority. Oh, Carrie.
0: I also laughed when he was like pouring his heart out to Brooke on TV and she fainted. Oh, yeah. That was funny. She just, she just fell straight I did back not corner. see that coming. So that, that was quite funny. Yes. I didn't either. Although I did wonder because so there was a scene earlier when they were in their hotel room and she said that she was just going to sleep because she was tired. I was like, OK, whatever. And then she faints during this scene. And then I kind of wondered if they were going to have her be pregnant. Oh, yeah. And I was like are we like going down this road? But no, they did not go down that road, which I'm glad. But that part was funny to me.
1: I have a question for you. How did you feel about the hosts being very clearly unhappily married?
0: That was interesting. I mean, it didn't bother me. I know it was kind of like a funny thing. I was just like, oh, man, I don't know. I did not
1: like it at all. I did not think that that was funny. Maybe I would have thought the rest of it was funnier if they hadn't added that in, also. But it was just like, you guys are professionals. Be professionals. I don't know. These people are are celebrating their weddings, and you're like their love, and you're you're sitting here like talking about over the top dissing each
0: other. Yeah. And then there was never really a resolution for that either. They just kind of. Left to go do their show, we didn't see them again. And yeah, I guess they just, you know, kept not liking each other. I don't know. I did think it was funny. So you probably, I don't know if you caught this comment, but the mom, Brooke's mom, tells Brooke and Jonathan, who are actually, they thought that they would try to lose after a couple of rounds since they didn't think they were going to get married because they broke up. But then the mom tells them, like, "Oh, you guys are a shoe in to win because for the past like seven years." five out of the seven years, people from the South mostly win. And have you ever noticed this on like real life competition shows? No. Oh, because I mean, I guess I watch a lot of like singing competitions and it's always the country singer and they're from the South. So I'm like, this is a total, this is based on a true fact that (laughs) people from the South always win. And I think it has something to do with like, I don't know, America, Heartland country stuff. I'm not sure. But (laughs) I was like, that is so true. I've
1: never heard of this.
0: Well, I hadn't heard of it before. It was voiced in this movie. But then when she said it, I realized, I was like, you know, I think that's true.
1: I don't watch a lot of quote unquote reality TV, though. So that might be why.
0: (laughs) No fun, Carrie.
1: (laughs) I know. Okay, I will Uh, say something good. Okay, what is it? I really loved their reconciliation at the end. It was very sweet.
0: Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's very So cute. that's
1: why it didn't get counted lower for me, was because I did think they brought it back around. And it w- the way you. that they ended up being reconciling. And they did really connect
0: with each other through all the zaniness. Okay. Are we ready to move on to fall? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I gave it a three because there were some fall trees, fall colored outfits, some fall decor, but these challenges were very summer focused. Okay, I gave it a one. Oh, and, and
1: this is why I do not believe it was fall in Chicago. Them doing these summer activities. Okay, uh, no, <laughs> because I went to Chicago in June for an interview where mm-hmm. it was like the most humid, cold day I have ever experienced in my life because you're right on the lake, there was just moisture in the air. And it's like 65 degrees in June. Okay. (laughs) And it was, it wasn't raining or anything. It was just cold, humid. And I was like, I don't believe this. And then I looked it up. September has a high of 74 and a low of 62. And October has a high of 62 and a low of 50. So Fall months, I don't mm-hmm. believe they were doing that, knocking people into the thing with the s- soapy the Sunday soap suds thing. thing. Yes, oh,
0: um, but okay. I did
1: write trees did look like they were turning.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> so they got a one for that. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I marked it as a love because I did like it. I mm. marked
1: it as a nonsense, but it's kind. It's like a middle nonsense. It's not like a completely hated it nonsense. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. My love is like between middle and like, oh, my gosh, this is the best movie ever. Mm -hmm. It's like in between there. I can't wait for you to rewatch
1: it again. And then we can find out if you still are like between. I know. And then I'm like, all right. Next. Next is The Secrets of Bella Vista. And this one is uh, starring Rochelle Lefebvre.
0: and. That's what they said on the commercial. I was remembering it.
1: Okay, nine and Niall Mater. When Tess inherits an apple <laughs> orchard along with her half with a half sister she met, she unravels the mystery of the family who abandoned her, ultimately finding a new understanding of herself. So to keep on track,
0: setting, what'd you give it?
1: <laughs> I gave it a four. I so really I. thought it was pretty. I loved the apple orchards. I loved a lot of it. I loved the plane. That was really cool too. In San Francisco. So uh, yeah. they did have the ladies from the Full House, the beginning of Full House. What are those called? The Painted Ladies? Is that what
0: those ho- row houses are called? Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, but I know what you're talking about. And I don't know, that might be the name. It sounds like mm-hmm. it might be right. Painted Ladies. <laughs> Good job. The only thing I will say on the setting that I did not like, it was the very, very, beginning and she she was in her apartment and there was a super fake city backdrop on her windows now normally like they're all fake right but this this was just terrible looking
1: I was like I didn't notice no. that and I actually feel like I remembered thinking that I liked the design <gasps> of her house like the furniture and I mean stuff. her
0: house was nice but yeah I didn't I just couldn't get that. past that fake city backdrop it didn't look as real as some of the other ones anywho still a four and then style I gave it a four for this one as well because I actually really liked all of her outfits and I liked her sister's outfits and Niall looked fine so they get a four
1: you know what I give my I give it a four too I was giving it a three but I didn't really have any opinions about it but I did like her clothes and Niall looked really nice at the beginning hmm wait uh, in the his- suit in his suit, and actually, I wrote down a quote. It's, <laughs> he goes, "Ugh, do I seem like a lawyer? Must be why you didn't like me."
0: <laughs> that was cute.
1: <laughs> that made me laugh because he did look like a lawyer.
0: So he did. I wrote down for her outfit the one thing that really stood out to me that I liked and wanted was she had this blue sweater with cutouts on them around the neck and the sleeves. I was like, ooh, it was a cute sweater. Anywho's on to the storyline, which is the meat of this thing. And I gave it a four.
1: All right. I gave it a five. I really liked this
0: (gasps) Interesting. Okay. Well, the first thing I have is a negative, which I guess we kind of get past quickly. But it really annoys me when people literally ignore their health to insist on going to meetings. To the extreme where, like, she fainted twice in, like, two days and literally ended up in the hospital. And yet she's insisting on going to meetings. Now, maybe it's just me because I'm like, if that happened to me, I would be concerned. (laughs) I would be like, what's going on? Really? I would have never known, Stephanie. I know. (laughs) And I know she chalks it up to, oh, I just haven't eaten. But it really annoys me. Like, you literally fainted unexpectedly twice in quick succession, yet you think you can handle a very important meeting without fainting? You think adrenaline's going to get you through. You're willing to risk this great, important meeting on adrenaline. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I hate that.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I didn't even think a lot about it. But I do think I worked with a friend who recently passed away and oh. somebody was mentioning they were like, well, I'm not really surprised she like would overwork herself to the point that literally she had to take like a month off of work because she had overworked herself so much. <gasps> and when she was working with me, and then now, like I don't know, eight years later, has died in her fifties, th- and wow. they, and somebody was just like, "I'm not really that surprised," and I was like, "Well, now that you have put it that way, I don't guess I am either." <laughs> so people, yeah. and I'm the type of person who's just like, I will work extra, like late now, late hours and stuff like that, if there's like a project or something to do, but I will mm-hmm. not. I'm, I'm not going to do that
0: all the time. You don't own right. my life. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I believe that there are people out there like that. I mean, obviously you knew one, but yes. it just really bothers me. I just, I'm just not that person, you know, like you're not that person to work yourself into Yeah, a lather over work. So it'll get know. done
1: eventually, guys. That's my motto mm. in life. And A lot of the time when you put that on yourself and you take it on yourself to do that kind of stuff, they're not going to hire more people when they need to hire more people because they know that you'll just do it. Mm -hmm. So you're actually hurting yourself. So this is if you need if if you're sitting out there thinking I work too much, this is your push to say stop the clock at, at five or six or something. That's a reasonable time and just go do something fun. Go for
0: a walk. This is going out to a specific person that I have in my mind. And this person knows who they are. <laughs> yes, I'm this sure I'll is get a message. You. I'll get a message after they listen to this. <laughs> and the kindest <laughs> way <is> possible. Okay.
1: <laughs> what else do you have? Okay. One thing that I did not like about it. She Mm -hmm. drives her from the plane, which I did love that he was a pilot, by the way. That was really cool. Mm -hmm.
0: A Navy Um, pilot.
1: But the sister picks her up at the airport and drives her back. And the whole way, they like hardly talk at all. And then when they get there, there's literally a party happening. (laughs) Yeah. Why would you not tell her about
0: this? That was a little confusing because I was like, what is all of this?
1: (laughs) And I think it's just because the people live on the property. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was maybe just a regular occurrence for her. That's not what someone is expecting. (laughs) No. But I will say the reason I marked this as a five really is because I really liked the story with the family history of... Mm -hmm the grandparents coming from world war ii and nazi germany i just really felt like the whole thing was really interesting and you were i i was very interested uh in where where are these coins that they may or may not have
0: (laughs) yeah i liked the grandparents world war ii story as well i did think that so during the entire movie rochelle's character it has been trying to get a hold of her mom and her mom is just like a jet setter antiquer and her mom is like never responding to her messages and I guess very flighty and absent. And then her mom eventually shows up. But I just feel like maybe Rochelle's character should have seen like your mom is not known for being the most honest or stable person. So why didn't you ever question the truth she told you about your father and his family. Like, I kind of had an inkling that the mom had lied, but it never occurred to her despite knowing her mom's personality. And I guess I understand, you know, that's her mom and that's still who she grew up with and her only parent, but I don't know. It just felt like, why didn't you ever question this?
1: Well, and maybe she did, but she did it when she was younger and her mom like shut her down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like her mom was clearly around that much as an adult.
0: Mm hmm.
1: So like I could totally understand if there was like a more close relationship between them, but it seemed like they hardly ever talked and her mom didn't really stay in touch with her. So maybe she just didn't have the opportunity because she's dealing with the fact that her mom doesn't want to be around her. And <laughs> that's too much emotionally getting like to to deal with the other things that she can't help. You know?
0: Yeah. I just thought that was very odd. I did think it was interesting that Hallmark had her mom have a married affair that resulted in a baby. I was uh, like, yeah. this is scandalous.
1: And they're like the same age because the his wife was also pregnant at the time with the sister.
0: Yeah. And I actually at first thought that Rochelle was the older sister. And That's then they I said too. that part. And I was like, oh, she's technically the younger, but just by like a few months. Yeah. So and I did find it
1: interesting that the dad was going to bring her the coins. I would mm-hmm. have liked to have seen what would have happened in a parallel life if she would have gotten the coins. You know, I... like what would she have done with them because she would have known how valuable they were. Would she have not right. wanted to
0: get rid of them? That's a good question. I don't know. It they don't seem like the type that actually keeps the antiques for themselves though. No, but she, I think they like think finding that things and in, selling them.
1: But does she do you think she would care enough about the origin of them? That she wouldn't want to get rid of them when his family was still alive that had brought Mm. them over.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like The mom didn't seem like she cared. I don't don't know. know.
1: I think because she cares about antiques, she might have cared. You know what I'm saying? I don't know.
0: Yeah. But that's not what happened. (laughs) So No. (laughs) This is a random comment. So I really like Rochelle's friends in the city. They were a really cute couple, and they were very encouraging, like pointing out quote-unquote flaws, like her similarities to her mom and trying to push her to grow past them. But I did think that their baby looked like a grown man with his eyebrows, like his little face Mm -hmm. looks so grown up.
1: (laughs) I did not notice this, but I do think a lot of babies look like old men. So... (laughs)
0: <laughs> so it's <was> not surprising <laughs> no <laughs> he just looked more old managed to me than normal <laughs> is that all you have are we moving on to fall oh i didn't know if you had more
1: uh, that's all i had i just really liked the story and i didn't really i was watching it so i didn't have a ton to say
0: oh okay well the last thing i have before we can move on to fall is i prefer rochelle with niall over luke i will agree with that i
1: do too I do have the question of, do you prefer Rochelle with the French accent or the American accent?
0: (laughs) You know, I thought about this. And I think it depends on whatever's closest to her real speaking voice. Other way, it doesn't matter to me. I do feel like, though,
1: she could sell either one of them. Mm -hmm. I I didn't feel like her French accent in Mariah's Lighthouse. It's very easy, I feel like, to be... Over the top, maybe like Pepe
0: Le Pew with your French accent, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? But she's got those French roots, so. Yep. It's all okay. All right. Fall, I gave it a three because there was a lot of apple picking, apple pie baking, riding horses, which isn't technically a fall, you know, sport, but I put it in there. And there was a wine festival, but I didn't feel like it was very fall looking
1: yeah, I didn't feel like it was super fall looking, but I did give it a three also, mostly because of the apple picking. Because apple picking is a definite fall activity.
0: Yeah. And it's a love. And it's a love. Woo-hoo!
1: Maisie is very worked up here. My she dad loved it, not, too. My, da- my dad has not
0: come down to take her outside yet. And then so she's crying in here. <laughs> so then the last one is Girl Friendship with Tamara Mori Housley, Lindy Greenwood, Crystal Joy Brown, and Brad James. So... This is about three friends who go away for Samara's birthday into South Carolina's low country, and it's just kind of this retreat for a week, and they learn stuff. I don't actually have a lot of notes for this, so we'll see how this goes. Setting, I gave it a four because I really liked the Kansas City shots where they are supposedly at the mahogany headquarters at Hallmark, which... I feel like that might be the real thing and not like fake. <laughs> and then I thought Edisto Island was really pretty. I didn't give it a five though, because they didn't show Charleston very much. And I would have liked to see those pretty buildings.
1: There was that one B roll of Charleston, but that was it.
0: Yeah, um, not enough.
1: And I will say I gave it a five. I have been to Edisto Island. I love Edisto Island. They There were a couple of things though that I will say They were definitely driving around the preserve, and they made it seem like people lived on that preserve. There are no people living on that preserve, but but (laughs) I definitely recognized it, (laughs) but that's okay. I mean, it is a set, but if you're going to go there, especially if you're going because you've like seen the movie and thought that it looked really cool, I will let you know the beach, you park half a mile from the beach, and then you have to walk through the marshland not like getting wet or anything but it's like this little raised area with a path with marsh on both sides and if you're going at sunrise it is dark bring a flashlight bring bug spray because we got eaten alive by mosquitoes and and there was a deer that ran across the marsh in the dark and scared the bejesus out of me and my mom but (laughs) it was 100% worth it once you got over there to the beach and got
0: to see the sunrise it was gorgeous I believe it, but marshes aren't for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the other thing was that they were like, there's only one way on and off the island. That is not true, guys. You can drive to the island, just so you know. <laughs> oh. This is like That's interesting. This, this is like when in Outer Banks, apparently they took a ferry from like the Outer Banks to Ch- to Chapel Hill. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, that dumb you Netflix show.
1: Yeah, you can't do that, <laughs> guys. Nope.
0: <laughs> you definitely cannot. <laughs> just in
1: case you didn't know. But it, it was funny because I was like, no, that's not the only way on and off the island. But other than that, I really enjoyed seeing Edisto and I thought that was cool. I think it would have been fun to see Charleston. I wish they would do a movie in Charleston. I don't know that I've ever seen them do a movie in Charleston. But I wonder if there's like issues with getting filming and permits and stuff like that. Maybe that's the reason they don't do them really.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Style, I gave it a five because they all looked great. All the time, I will say the only thing
1: it was funny because they t- they wrote it in their shoes were not appropriate for the
0: setting no, but Mm-mm. it was
1: written in so that's all right I can I can get past it. They did look great. I really loved the dress that she was painting in, the white with the stripes on it. I mm-hmm. thought that that was so pretty and there were a lot of the outfits that I really liked. they were a lot of bright colors, fun patterns um
0: yeah, yeah, I also liked that when samara which really sounded like Tamara most of the time to me. I don't know why they didn't just name her Tamara. <laughs> Anywho. When they first arrived at the retreat, she had her like curly hair going on. and then as the day went on, it got frizzier and frizzier and frizzier because of the humidity. and I was like, I'm glad we're seeing this like real life curly hair girl problem <laughs> or anybody's hair problem. So it wasn't so like put together twenty four seven.
1: I didn't even notice that, but I just, I think it's because I kind of expect curly hair to be like that.
0: (laughs) You didn't notice that it went from nicely styled to humid mess?
1: No, I guess I was just thinking they're at the beach so that it's windy.
0: (laughs) I mean, she still looked pretty, but still, I was like, oh, this is real life. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Storyline, I gave it a four just because, I don't know, I just wasn't feeling the five. I think one of my favorite parts was that I think it was smart for them to set part of the movie at Mahogany and Hallmark because it allowed them to show their brand and like talk about their brand and what it means for the black community and black women and what they're going for. And they talked about new year, new you, how that inspired change. And I just thought that was all very interesting. I'm curious to know if all the women we saw working there actually worked there or if they were just all, you know, extras. Well, um, I kind of
1: wondered if the whole story about it was like the real story about it or was it just inspired by mm-hmm. it? Because she was talking about like this idea of like, oh, cards, cards blah 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 obviously they already do cards is this kind of what happened they had someone working there and they were an artist and they were like i would love to have make car." i mean it is hallmark but you know what i'm saying i i just wonder if like if those kind of conversations actually really happened and they were like real life example of what happened or if they were kind of just like a narrative to give the story something that they could tie into the movie, you know, Uh, which is either way is fine. I was just curious to know, you know,
0: (laughs) it was probably a mix of both. I meant to look up her boss's boss, Deborah. I wanted to see if she was like head of the mahogany division or something, because that wouldn't surprise me if they put like the real leader in there. (laughs) Could be. I really liked that. And then I really only have two notes. The second note was They were iffy about getting on this weirdo bus to the island until the hot guy shows up. And then they're like, oh, okay, we're going to get on this bus.
1: (laughs) I'll follow Kareem anywhere.
0: (laughs) I mean, Kareem was very attractive. He was Was. very nice. And he's a doctor. I mean, come on. And then my last note was I really like the quote Tamara has where her friend is trying to make her think like, oh, kareem isn't single he has a woman living with him and she just goes you know what real women get clarity and her friend's like what does that mean she's like i'm gonna go have a conversation (laughs) we're gonna ask a question and i was just like oh real women get clarity i like that so i did like that
1: i will say but this leads into the thing that i did not like uh-oh. I did not like the fight scene specifically with the daughter in there. I didn't mind the fight scene outside. I felt like that seemed very real. It was just a weird with the daughter joy. The the girl that's helping out is, is his daughter. And mm-hmm. it was just like a weird situation to me. I don't know. It just felt weird to me. So I didn't love that. And also, I think that a really great way that they could have tied in joy with Renee, they were having that bonding moment. And, you know, she talked about like, uh, Renee talked about maybe adopting or fostering or something like that. There is this thing that's called adult child adoption, where you can adopt a child who's been in like foster care or something like that as an adult and bring them into your home even though they're an adult. And I thought that would have been a really cool way to bring in something like that, that you don't really realize is a thing that you could potentially do.
0: That would have been interesting. I didn't know you could do that either. I did think that that was where they were leading because Renee said, oh, I would like to foster. And then the girl said that she doesn't have a mom. I was like, oh, okay, we're leading into this. Because the whole thing about them at this retreat was you're where you're supposed to be, even if it was a mistake. And I was like, "Oh, she's where she's supposed to be," but then they they tricked you. That was a a red herring. <laughs> I yeah, don't know it if was, was technically the it case. It was strange. Yeah.
1: I mean, they did tie it up at the end where she's talking to her friend who adopted kids from foster care. So obviously, she was going to move forward with that, but it was kind mm-hmm. of strange. Yeah, the girl um,
0: being the guy's daughter was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that coming. No, I did after she found the hair in the bathroom, but not before that.
1: See, and I was thinking maybe Ariella li- like if that was his sister or his mom or his aunt or his cousin. Something- oh, it was a cousin? Yeah, obviously I missed that part. But I thought maybe it like they just live in the house together or something like that, and she was just away or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. I didn't really even think much about it.
0: And so. then I didn't write this down, but I just thought about it. I did appreciate the history of the. Gullah Geechee people, because I did look it up afterwards and kind of learned who they are in the Low Country and everything, which was interesting. So,
1: Gullah culture is really big between uh, in South Carolina on the in the Low Country. You can learn about it in a lot of places. I think Beaufort even has like a Gullah festival every year, Hmm. like an art festival and stuff. Mm hmm. OK. I have, I have one more comment. So I was kind of disappointed. And I mean, it's fine. It's not like make it or break it for me. But the friend who was the stay at home mom mm-hmm. who wanted to go back to work at the end, I think it would be nice Because so many of these movies are women in the workforce and stuff like that. I think it would be nice to have the representation of someone who enjoys being at home and her have made the decision that, you know what? No, I actually love being at home with my family. Mm -hmm. I think that would have been a really cool, like, different thing that you don't usually see on these movies.
0: Yeah, I agree. I was just thinking, like, she didn't get much of a storyline. Like, you know, at the end... We see the change in Renee. Like she's going to go forward with her fostering. And we see Samara and Kareem kiss and they're going to get together. But they don't really do Eva because her life is still basically the same. Well, she got a new Jess. job. She was Maybe. getting an interview. Oh, did she? Maybe I missed that part then. Yeah, she shows up at seeing the her an interview.
1: at the hair salon and is like, oh, can I, do you have time for me? And then she tells her that she has an interview tomorrow. And she was like, oh, oh we need to give you some boss hair. Or something like I missed
0: that, miss that conversation like I remember her showing up at the salon and I remember her saying like asking for forgiveness but I totally missed the interview line okay oh, so I guess yeah I guess that's something but they still didn't even show up show the after I don't know
1: yeah they could have done a flash, flash forward I think a flash forward would have been really cool mm-hmm on this maybe they'll do a part two you never know where they you know where Renee has kids or you know Samara and Kareem are getting married yeah because Renee still needs to find love yeah and I would like to see was her name Eva her husband was cute and I liked him a lot yeah like in the two seconds that we saw him
0: I know he was very supportive in those two seconds
1: yes he was (laughs) he was like are you sure you don't want me to go pick him up even though he didn't know where he was supposed to go to pick them up he still was offering, and he was taking the kids to school. That was very mm-hmm. kind.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's kind of his job, but yes.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it is, but there are a lot of guys who aren't that way.
0: I, I agree. Yes, so that is true. <laughs> All right, moving on to fall, this movie gets a zero. It is not oh. a fall movie. It is a summer movie.
1: I gave it a two, and you know why I gave it a two?
0: <gasps> why?
1: Could be fall in South Carolina. Not counting, not counting
0: that. Not counting that. Nope. Nope. And then I gave this a love. I gave it a love also. Woohoo! I got three loves. You got two loves. This was a good batch of movies. I was going to yeah. say a week, but these did not come out in the same week. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> and we're not even like, we're so far past Wedding of a Lifetime and Secrets of Bella
0: Vista. I know. People are like, um, I've already watched it. Who cares what you say? I'm oh, Sorry. <laughs> Well, Jen waits until after she watches them to
1: listen. So maybe we've given her enough time.
0: (laughs) We have because she... Oh, wait, no. She didn't watch those today. She watched other Hallmark movies today. So, yeah. We have given her enough time. All right. So next week, we have a special episode that we will keep a secret for now.
1: Yeah. And catch us on social media at Love and Nonsense Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified every time we release an episode, which is going to start being twice a week soon because <laughs> Christmas yeah, is coming. Christmas. If you want to leave us a rating on Apple podcasts and because it helps other people find us. Thanks guys. Yes. See you Bye. next week. Bye. <laughs>